You're listening to Healthy Living with Eric Sue podcast, episode number thirty-nine. It's another excellent day. Welcome to Healthy Living with Eric Sue podcast, the one podcast that everyone agrees and says has the best fitness, nutrition, and healthy lifestyle advice in the world. And now your host, Eric Sue. Hey guys, Eric Sue here. Welcome to another episode of Healthy Living with Eric Sue. We have a unique and refreshing guest with us today. His name is Joe Davila. We will be talking about meditation and work and health balance. So without any delay, let me introduce you all to Joe. Joe, you ready to make it happen? Always ready. Glad awesome. to be here. Awesome. Thank you for being here. Uh, Joe, I met... Um, while driving him around in an Uber car. And um, he is a former spin instructor or still a spin instructor. I forget what you, what you said. But um, he also is a busy professional working with KPMG. He has this unique style to himself about meditation, which we'll be learning more about today. And um, he's a great parent as well. So let me just ask you, Joe, how did you get started with meditation and why are you so passionate about it? Um, well, it's a it's a good question. Um, you know, I feel like throughout my life I've had different opportunities to uh, to have people who understand meditation better than I do share their practice with me. Um, I've experienced it in yoga classes. Um, I've experienced it um, not at full retreats, but places where people have uh, sort of led a session. And um, and so I I wouldn't consider myself by any means an expert. Um, but it's something that I got introduced to, and um, you can just feel the benefits and the effects immediately. It takes you to a, a calm state of mind. Um, it, it can relax you. It can um, help you sort of get get better in tune with whatever the, the the feelings may be, whether it's stress or fear, anxiety, um, whatever it may be. So, as far as um, what you do with meditation. And uh, what the whole idea of it, how would you describe it to people? Well, I, I may have a, a different definition than others, but for me, uh, meditation is something that I do that I would consider a, to be a practice. So something that um, I, I, I do what I can, and I feel like it's something I'll continually get better at. But the reason why I do it and what it is for me is that it calms me. It, um, it it gets me in a place where um, I can get clarity or be recentered, and um, and that can happen laying down, sitting up. It can happen at any time of the day, and it can happen um, over 15 minutes or an hour. And I've I've actually tried and experimented with all those, and the bottom line is I get benefit regardless of uh, of you know, which of those uh, types I do. Mm. For me, I think one of the mantras in life, and I think I apply this in work as well, is sometimes you're, you're up against a deadline or you need to get something done. You can always strive for perfection. I'm the kind who would love to strive for excellence. I always try to. But perfection is sometimes hard to attain. But you know what? Mm. Life isn't always about perfection. Sometimes if you're 80 to 85% there, that's good enough for now. And then you can come back and continue to refine. And for me, it's, it's like I'm a busy professional. I'm a dad of, of four. I travel a lot. And as you had alluded to, um, I was a, a spin instructor for about 12 years. And um, 
work sometimes gets in the way, and I want a great experience for uh, the members in my class. And if I can't keep a, a consistent schedule, then I shouldn't be on the schedule at, at a fitness club that I'm teaching at. So I had to most recently uh, give up uh, a very consistent spinning regimen. So that kind of left me with uh, stress, a heavy, uh, you know, a, a big career, uh, an exciting one, a lot of travel, and sort of all of what life brings as a dad, as a parent, as a husband, as a as a uh, an employee, and um, and as a leader, you know, and a manager. Mm. Um, and so, if I couldn't have a consistent uh, fitness routine, then uh, it's one of those things that kind of goes back to, well, what can you do that gets you 80 to 85 percent there? I want to. I'd love to have a life where I have total balance across the board. I'm successful in my career. I'm eating healthy. I'm fit. I have, uh, you know, stability in relationships and, and my emotional stability. All those things. But sometimes you just can't get all of that at once. So what can you do? And if I'm traveling, well, I can meditate. And where can I do that? I could do that on a red eye plane. A red eye flight. I can do that as I'm waiting for. Um, uh, Waiting for a taxi. I can I can do that as I'm driving in a taxi to the airport or from the airport. Um, there are a lot of places I can do that, including the hotel room. So if I'm flying and I'm in a, I find myself in a new time zone. Uh, sometimes, you know, I've I've gotten myself there late at night, and I need to wake up what amounts to be you know three or four hours later to start my day of meeting. Well, I know I can sleep better. Hold on a moment. Sorry for that, a little bit of noise in the background. Um, I'm actually at an airport right now, I'm about to board my next flight. This is how um, busy he is, you guys. But, <laughs> but let's go ahead. <laughs> this, this is kind of how it goes. So you, you need to get it in when you can. But you know what I found is meditation. Be, as I'm falling asleep or as I'm waking up uh, first thing, um, and I've made a practice of this. It helps me to um, start with greater clarity. Um, or if I'm doing it before I sleep. It helps me, even if it's two or three or four hours of sleep, those few hours are better, more solid sleep than I would uh, if I were restless and I didn't do it. So I'm finding myself reaping better benefits of, of more restful sleep uh, through meditation. Very and good. then, you know, and, and just to add on to that, one of the, the those little habits that I uh, found myself uh, getting into that I just made a commitment for the next 30 days I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. and it's really easy or really early for a lot of people it's really early for me um, although sometimes I have to get up at, at 5 a.m. and be on so that I can start a call with uh, my teams in India and the UK but I would get up at 5 a.m. and I would meditate for a half hour before I would grab my phone before I dare look at emails in bed I didn't want to bring that into my wrestle place in bed. So I would go out, out of the room onto the couch and for 30 minutes just meditate. And I couldn't do that on my own. So I went to YouTube and I had found a couple of, uh, of different guided meditations that you know, were varying length. But I found one that was 30 minutes. It worked for me. And by the end of that, I was able to awaken with a lot more clarity and I think even a lot more energy. And actually from that, I added on to that uh, a three-minute core workout. That was another YouTube video, and I just tacked that on. And, you know, within 35 minutes, I had meditated, awakened, gotten a core workout in, and I was ready for the day. 
Super, super. I was going to say that um, we're going to go dive into this meditation side of your lifestyle a little bit more, but you just kind of give everyone an overview of what you do, and which is great. Um, before we go into it deeper, I think we can go into it a little bit more. Um, is there one cool or unique fact about yourself, Joe, that you'd like to share with our audience so they can get a better idea of who you are? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure if I could, you know, zero on on one thing that that I mean, a question like that kind of is like, you know, what one cool thing defines you? But I think you're try- really trying to get at you know, what's something unique about you. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm 42. I'm I'm not old. I'm not young. Um, I've got a lot of life ahead of me, and I just want to live uh, as much as I can um, every single day, and um, and and do it with clarity and and with energy and vigor. And anything I can do to help that, anything I can do to make myself. Um, you know, a better dad, a more active dad, a more involved dad, a better listener, um, having clarity of mind, all those things tie together. Um, and so that's just sort of wrapped into my, my mantra or sort of my, my way of being. Cool. I, I think a lot of people uh, can resonate with that, Joe, and uh, feel like, wow, if, if, if someone in, in their early 40s and, and who wants a, a better lifestyle, there's someone like you out there. So, um you know, somehow I guess you, we, we all can create a better community as well. But, um, as far as as this meditation, if we can dive into it a little bit more, uh, do you feel like people have this, uh, misconception what it really is and and how to do it? And, And so how would you sort of explain it to someone? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a, that's a really good question. If I'm on the outside looking in, and um, and I don't have a whole lot of experience with it, some thoughts that may come to mind are, um, well, that's for third world country people, or mm-hmm. that's for people who have a lot of time, or that's for really really calm people who wear Birkenstocks or no shoes at all, uh, or mm-hmm. uh, you know that that's something that it just doesn't fit within sort of my active lifestyle, and I and I would imagine that. All those, you know, are probably common and and what people might think about. I think I've gotten myself to the point thinking about meditation as something that, yeah, I don't even know if I'll get really, really good at it. Um, It feels to me like as I'm not even attempting to to feel like I'm a person that is going to get good at it, I feel like I'm a person who's just looking for a little spoon feeding. And, um, and, and that's why, you know, I just went on Google, um, anyway, and it'll bring up YouTube videos in the search, but I did, uh, I, I searched for guided meditation because I wasn't looking for something that, uh, was just music in the background. I was looking for some, something where somebody could talk me through it and I wanted options. I wanted different meditation so that on any given day, I might be feeling, more stressed than, than other days. I might be feeling anxiety. Uh, I don't think I'm really a high-strung person. Um, I, I think I'm energetic, but not high-strung and unable to become unwound. But there are, we all have those days where some days you feel a little bit more mellow and you're looking for something that's more inspirational. Um, you do a Google search on that. I happen to, to find some by uh, Jason Stevenson and um, his voice the different topics 
they all seemed to resonate with me. And so I, I started to, to kind of gravitate toward some of his, but there are literally thousands of them out there. Mm. And so, you know, my view on it is, you know, for people out there who might be curious, um, uneducated about it, um, just wondering or, or never really thought about it, it, you know, do it once, find something and realize that um, there are lots of voices, there are lots of individual styles, there are th- lots of different things that you may like better than others. Uh, find the one that's the right time. I mean, they all sort of say 15 minutes, 32 minutes, an hour and two minutes. Uh, so they, they'll tell you how long they are. And, you know, bring one up. Listen to it as you're driving. Don't close your eyes, obviously. But, you know, listen to it as you're being driven someplace. And um, and I think you'll you'll think into finding the, the guided meditation that works for you. So I think that's a good way to start. And um, I'm not quite sure what else I can say. I just, uh, I think that probably people have a lot of different uh, views on what meditation uh, really is. But um, if you haven't ever tried it before, that, that's a good way to start. And of course, there are plenty of books and, and sessions you can also go to that may, uh, you know, may be a better way to, to get started. Sure, absolutely. I was going to say that uh, the time thing that you brought up, um, most people have never done it before. Would you suggest something very short? Um, how would you go about that? Well, for me, um, you know, what works for me is I found the thing that worked for the time that I wanted to give it. Um, and some people may say, I want to try something and, you know, that's no more than 10 minutes long or, or 15 minutes long. Um, some, some people may want to do something at a lunchtime break, um, almost akin to a power nap so they can be refreshed for the, the second half of the day. It, it's got to fit within whatever you're willing to give it. Um, I have a feeling that the best way to do it is start small, take small steps, and um, and then let it let it grow on you. Let it become a part of of you, and let it become something that you start to find benefit in. When you do, then you won't need to be searching so hard for the right fit. It'll start to come more naturally. Do you, do you find that you do it? You said earlier that you do it uh, almost every almost anywhere. Do you find that? Um that people need to be in a certain state of mind? Do you find that people need to have a specific place to do it uh, if they're new to it? Well, it's interesting. I kind of was thinking about this last night as um, I'll describe my schedule to you, but it, it's kind of like if you're, um, if you're trying to eat healthier um, and you, you actively watch what you're, you're eating, it's like the person who say me, say Joe Davila. <laughs> it's the person who uh, most naturally would gravitate toward grabbing a bunch of chips and, and, and maybe a half a bag of chips because that's just an easy snack to have. Um, but instead you actively say, I'm going to eat the apple. The apple's filling, it's delicious, and you know maybe I'll have some peanut butter with it. But you make an active choice because you recognize that's, that's probably a better, healthier habit. And as I was getting ready and then going through my travel just over the last 24 hours, starting off in Seattle, taking a red eye to New York City, uh, driving 
uh, from the airport to the hotel in Midtown, and then um, get you know taking a little bit of time getting ready, and then going right into my meetings for the day. And now I'm back at the airport and ready to fly back. I don't usually have a lot of these kind of uh, trips, but take this as a good example. I I wasn't ready to fall asleep when I got onto the red eye flight. Mm. I could have easily stayed up, watched a movie. Instead, I listened to some music and then turned on one of the meditations, got myself comfortable, and I was able to do that in a seated position. And um, it didn't take much space. It just it was a dark flight, not too noisy. I was able to put my headphones in and the three hours, three or four hours of, of actual sleep that I got on the flight, I think were better sleep hours than uh, I would have had if I had continued working or watched a movie or done something else or just sort of sat there restlessly. So that was a good opportunity. But otherwise, I did have options, not necessarily healthier options, of working or playing a game on my phone or watching a movie. But those were other options. So instead of grabbing for the chips, I grabbed for the apple and meditated so to speak. When I landed, um, I knew when I had about 15 minutes left in flight, um, I turned on the, one of the 15-minute guided meditations, and that was actually a, a kind of a refreshing way to wake myself up before I, I stood up and left the plane. And then I knew when I got in the cab, I had about 45 minutes because there was a lot of traffic. The car was pretty jerky. It was up and go. Um, it, it wasn't particularly quiet. Um, and I didn't feel like the meditation drowned out the noise. But I'll tell you what, it made the ride a lot more comfortable. And I wasn't looking around. I wasn't thinking about the smells. I wasn't thinking about the noise or the jerking of the car. I was really just taking a guided meditation that kind of got me started for the day. So that was three separate times within a about a, you know, a nine-hour period, mm-hmm. less than that. But I medit- meditated three times. Wow. And I, I think I, I feel much more rested and certainly better um, and, and more productive through the day because of it. Wow. So, so really, in summary, what you just said there, it, it pretty much is when you feel that is it's going to benefit you the most. To, to That's when you would meditate, I guess? Is it, or is it based on how you feel at the moment? I'm not quite sure they're 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 necessarily different than than one another. Um, I mean, for me, I made the decision just to meditate because I felt like that was the best choice in terms of how I would spend that particular amount of time. Got it. Otherwise, you know, I have other options that were not unhealthy. But if I needed to be, if I needed to find ways of gaining rest or getting into a better state of mind, that was the smartest choice for me. Got it. Um, and I find and I find myself wanting to do that more. I find myself gravitating toward it and actually getting kind of excited to do a little bit more searching for other people who do good meditation because I have a feeling that I'm going to continue to to just want to explore different people's styles and different people's voices and right. and messages. And um, yeah, I have a feeling that I continue to do this for years and years to come. Cool. Now, in, in your opinion. Um you know, my audience, you know, they're very, um, I don't know, unique in, in their own way. Um, who do you feel just meditation would be great for? The person who is very high strong, the person who is who is very calm, both. Who do you think would be 
uh, a good candidates for a meditation? You know, I wouldn't say I'm the expert on it, but I really, my personal belief is everybody needs it. And that means from, from young people to, to elderly. I think anybody who, we all have things that, that take us out of balance in some way. Some people, maybe some of your listeners are thinking, I am super balanced. I am totally in check. I'm totally in check with my emotions. I've got my order and organization in my day. But that's not everybody. I think, um, I really think this is for, for everybody. Um, we all find ourselves in those points in time. Hold on one sec, a little bit of noise behind me. We all find ourselves in those points in time where where we're just out of balance a little bit. Um, and I have a feeling that um, those, if, if the answer is everybody needs it, everybody's going to need it in, in different um, increments of time and, and with different frequencies. Some people are going to do it once a week, others once a day, others multiple times a day, and others, you know, once a month or, or, or less. But I have a feeling for those that become, that make it a practice, uh, will make it a habit. Hmm. Now, um, Obviously, consistency is the key, like for anything else, to be successful and, and see any results. Um, do you, do you, do you maybe suggest people set up like a, a weeks uh, to 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 do this and see how it goes? Set up two weeks to see how it goes. How, how much uh, of a consistency do you suggest people to try this before they say, "Oh, it's not for me," or oh, "This is for me." Yeah, you know, I'm not quite sure what the magic number is, but I um, I had had in mind maybe from hearing it enough, or from the P90X or you know any of the you know many many infomercials is you know do something for 30 days, or do something for 60 days, or do something for 90 days, then it becomes a habit. And I think my personal feeling is 25 was a magic number. Mm-hmm. So you know at the beginning of the call, I said I you know I was going to do it for a month. Um, really, 25 days was uh, what I had uh, put in my mind. And actually, what I did was I have an iPhone, so I um, scheduled a recurring meeting in my in my iPhone for 5 a.m. every day for 25 days, and it that meeting stopped 25 days out. So I set my alarm so that I could get up, and then within that meeting, I had uh, the links to the uh, the core workout and the meditation that I wanted to do, and I did that the same thing. Um, I didn't even deviate really in the first 25 days on the meditation. Um, so I did the same thing to make it habitual. And, um, and I really loved it. And, um, and it wasn't hard at all. Uh, it was a little harder on my wife because my alarm clock would wake her up too. And sometimes she couldn't get back. So we had to strike a balance. Um, um, and, and I'm able to do it actually not at 5 a.m., but um, you know, a little bit later. Um, and that works for me too. Very good. Um, most, most especially because I'm actually finding myself meditating more at different times of the day. And I don't feel badly if I don't wake up that way because I, I somehow am feeling more centered. And I know that at some point in the day, even if it's later on at night, it's something I, I look forward to and I'll be able to do it. Cool. You know, this is probably um, running through some of our listeners' minds, but uh, in general, for meditation, uh, is is there any um, thinking? Is there any like uh, visualization going on? 
Um, can you go into that a little bit of, of how it's been suggested or how you do it? Yeah, um, I really have found that, um, I don't know if this is a concept throughout um, in the guided meditations that I've uh, become most drawn to. Uh, there's music in the background. There is uh, a very soothing voice guiding you through. Uh, I'm certain that they're reading from a script because it, it comes, they, they all seem to come out very crisply, but not as though somebody's narrating. Um, it seems to be um, a guided meditation that um, is guided from somebody who, who they themselves feel quite, they, they sound very, very centered and normal and, and, and soothing, like somebody that you want to, uh, that, that you want to sort of take your hand and then take you through a forest, um, through a quiet meadow along the beach. And that is sort of some of the, um, sort of some of the, the, the visual imagery that, that mm. you have. And sometimes um, it's nothing that sort of quite out in nature. It's um, you know, you're walking um, inside of a room and there's a, there's a door in front of you. Open that door. And so it kind of takes you visually through to a place where you're, you're entering a space. And, you know, one of the things that I love about reading versus a movie, a movie will spoon feed you all the imagery, but sometimes a book will sort of leave it to you, the theater of your own mind mm. to fill in the gaps and, and make things more vivid because you're drawing upon what's meaningful to you and your own experiences. And I think as you open that door and you're being led into a room where you can see the, the, the warm fireplace off in the distance and, and uh, the warmth around and sort of what's on the walls and on the floor, those kind of things, you're, you're guided there, you're led there. Um, and in one of the meditations, I like it. Uh, it's created a place for me where I can instantly close my eyes and I'm right back in that room. It's not like it's a, a panic room or a safe place. It's just simply a place that's become familiar to me through these meditations. And, um, and what's really neat is that the feeling um, gets more full and more full. Um, that room takes on more meaning. It has more uh, robustness and depth to it um, each time I go in. And, um, and it becomes a place where as I close my eyes and I have someplace where I'm not, I haven't been doing that meditation you know, for those 25 days and I'm just somewhere else in a different environment, I can close my eyes or even not close my eyes and I can go right back into it. Mm, nice. It's that kind of visualization where it's either doing something like that, taking you to a place where you can feel comfortable and always return, where there's no expectation. Mm. Um, it may be um, all, not just the destination in, that, in the visualization that the, the guided meditation gives you, but the, the journey itself of being talked through how your body will melt into you know, where you're laying down, where you're sitting. Um, you'll melt like butter under a hot sun <laughs> and you you have you know just just some of those words will help you um, relax and release mm. and and muscles that you may be tensing up that we we don't even think about and just sort of the the initial aspect of that guided meditation getting your body physically released and relaxed mm. and melted into the floor or your seat um, so that you can then from there focus on your breathing and inhaling through your nose and exhaling through your mouth and kind of doing that in a way where it's uh, your breath takes on meaning. Mm. 
and the, and the breathing itself and where you're feeling that takes on meaning. Um, that's a part of the, the journey. And then talking you through certain things like for those of us that, that started off kind of thinking in the back of my mind while I'm laying there, do I have the time to do this? What am I going to do after this? I mean, my mind would naturally race with things like that. And the, the affirmation of right now you're in a place where you're conscious of the, the thoughts you have. You're conscious of the noises around you. Um, but you can just let them, uh, you can be aware of them and just let them keep going. Um, or you don't have to worry about remembering something because after this, you'll remember everything that you need to. So it's, um, you know, the guided meditation uh, can also take you to uh, places where you are reminded of things. Like, it's okay to be in a place free of expectation, free of, uh, of, of concerns or worry, even if it's just for a few minutes. Very good. And, and I'm, I'm thinking that uh, when we talk about work and health balance, um, being in the right mindset, being a mind, mindful of certain things like you had mentioned about picking up certain uh, foods or choosing uh, specific uh, foods and so forth, uh, this meditation really, really leads people to that balance. Is that sort of how, how this is all, if you were to summarize how, how, ba- how meditation helps? Yeah, I mean, that, that's a word I, I keep coming back to, I think for good reason, because, it, um, I mean, sometimes the only thing we really need in our lives is just to stop and uh, and listen or stop and, and be observant of what's going on around us. Um, and I would challenge any of the listeners on this on this podcast to, um, to try to do that, you know, even a couple of times um, you know, later on today, and, um, and just get themselves, find themselves in the middle of something and then just stop and, and try to be still, try to observe, try to listen to what's going around you and try to just take note of and be aware of how all those things are making your body feel and see if you can physically and emotionally alter how your body is responding to those whether it's, you know, changing from being tense to relaxing Very good. or something else. Awesome. Yeah. Um, believe it or not, Joe, we made it to 30 minutes, which is awesome. And, uh, you know, this is a topic that probably we can talk about uh, again in the future if you'd like. Um, but I just have last few questions for you because um, I want to, you know, share your knowledge about your fitness experience and so forth. Um, my audience really likes fitness tips. Um, I'm wondering if you could share three fitness tips, uh, in your opinion, that would be beneficial for them in terms of health and wellness. Well, um, then I didn't expect that question, but I, I think surprisingly I, I have some answers that, um, that work for me. Um, so and one of the things that I, I actually had, uh, had really liked what you said about the lazy day workout, um, that just it kind of reminds me of the the 80% rule. It's the, some days you're just not feeling it. Some days you can't just push for perfection. But you know what? We can all do something. And if you, if you feel like you, today you, you can't get to the gym and you just got to stay inside, you can always do something inside. It could be 10 minutes. It could be 20 minutes. And I like the way you broke that up into sort of three different um, types of things with cardio and strength, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But I, I like that concept of you can't always do everything to perfection. You can't always do it all. But you can do something. The second fitness, uh, I guess, tip for me would be no matter how much I believe in cardio because I, I love spinning and I love being a, a spinning instructor and I'll probably return to it at some point. Um, but no matter how, how important I think strength training is, um, it all is, all of course in moderation, but we'll stay younger, longer if we stay flexible. Mm. So for me, above all, if we can stretch and stay flexible, that to me is, is one of the most important things um, that I would I will always focus on. Mm. And then the third thing is, um, for me, the core is that is that power center. It's, the, it's, the, it's sort of the, the power source. And I always want to uh, make sure that I have a strong core because it's helped my back. It's helped um, strength throughout my body and in everything that I do physically. So that's why, you know, I'm not... I'm not in a place where I can, you know, get to the gym as, as often as I like. But after meditation, the, the one thing I did was I'm going to stick at least three minutes, and that's actually gone longer than that. But I'm going to stick three minutes of, of solid core work, very intense, uh, just to make sure I'm doing something, which kind of goes back to rule number one. So hopefully those fitness tips awesome. help. Very good. I truly believe in all of those as well, and and. and try to sneak those in as tips whenever I can. So uh, awesome tips. So the last few things here, Joe, and I really appreciate your time, would be how do people, if they'd like to follow you or something, how do people get a hold of you? And uh, what's your last piece of suggestion or advice for my audience? <laughs> um, well, so if they want to get in touch with me, um you know how to reach me, so if they want to, um, you know, write write into you or, or post something, and then you can. I'm happy to have you put them in touch with me. Okay. Um, so, um, always always happy to do that. And um, last last bit of advice, you know, life's too short for being negative. So, uh, you know, just wake up grateful every day that, that that you're healthy, and it's another day to, to do something better and help somebody else and make the world a better place. It's not how high up the ladder you go, but how many people you take with you. That's what I believe. Very good. Very good. So powerful, you guys. Um, thank you so much, Joe. I know this is going to be played back and back and over and over again. Uh, my audience will love it, I know. And um, get some rest. I will talk to you soon. And thank you again so much. Thanks, Eric. It was an honor to be here. Take Bye. care. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today on Healthy Living with Eric Sue. Head over to ericwsue.com for full recaps of every show and Eric's health and wellness blog. Your healthy living life is waiting for you, so stay active and be safe.